Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet. Your eyes open and your mind out there, way out there, turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. The Volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. Football season is in full gear and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. It ha- always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and try out same game parlay plus. So use promo code J&J, that's J-A-N-D-J, and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday, October 24th. We're one week away from the official holiday of spooky season, bitches. Lego, Lego. <laughs> I'm going to just get I am because I don't want to be the, you know, the, the stinker. Bah humbug, nigga. Y'all yeah. be calling me or whatever the fuck. <laughs> We're all spooky bitches. We all spooky, spooky bitches, <laughs> you know what I mean? If y'all going to be bitches, I'm going to be spooky bitches too. You yeah, hear me? Yeah, be a spooky bitches out here, dog. <laughs> yeah. Totally right. That's Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody, I'm good. Legethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? We're joined by Somi, a.k.a. Sweet Cheeks. What's Whoa, up, Somi? Baby girl, baby, 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 baby girl, pickle, what's up? 
She's just staring. She can't hear none of this shit anyway. I'm good. That's what it's so great having a baby in the room while we are all wearing headphones, and so she can't hear what you're saying. Do you she, know? Or, do you know she what, what you're saying? She's, she can't hear. She's, what she's what heard everything. She's heard everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You and I, if we ever, when Somi's a little older, if we bring our kids somewhere, you and I are gonna get in trouble for the oh, language for sure. our kids are comfortable for sure. with. For sure. <laughs> we 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 see eye to eye when it comes to that, bro. They just no, words, no. dog. I ain't tripping. I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike, and as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. What are my personal hiring stories and experiences that can relate back to LinkedIn Jobs? I run a small nonprofit business. As everybody who listens to the show knows, we've had great experience finding good qualified candidates through LinkedIn jobs. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. So your network can help you find the right people to hire simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. So you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs. Number one, Uno in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J and J that's linkedin.com slash J a N D J to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. So me right, actually, so me actually, my bad. Y'all can hear me. Somi okay. actually began fussy when you started reading that. <laughs> she was like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> she said, nah. like, look at my look at the rather like, get me the fuck out of here. But yeah. Comrade Sumi. Right. <laughs> Comrade. She's like, hey, she said, anti capitalism is strong in her right. already. Hey, you feel me? Baby Somi had that sickle in one hand hey, and she had that scythe in the know other what hand. time it is, bro. We ain't fucking with it. We ain't fucking with it. All right. <laughs> All right. We're a couple days into the NBA season. I know I've been enjoying having games that mean something back on my TV. Um, and you know, I just wanted to bullshit with you guys about what you've been enjoying, what's exciting to you so far on the season. Um, I know we were texting about Giannis had just one of those lines that we talked before the season about how it, unrealistically high our expectations are then yes. he comes out and goes 17 to 21 to drop 44 and 12 with two and three from three yes bro bro you know like i put my name on it i stamped on it i said this is gonna be Giannis's 94 i came here mvp if it's played here fucking finals mvp shot had me sweating a bit with the way he spazzed out the night before last Ooh. right he, the, he had yeah, he had like like what what 49 in, in like 32 minutes or some shit like that but then Giannis came back through with this and i was like yes we're still in business so <laughs> so yeah man i'm still very confident that we are going to see perhaps the best version of who is currently now the best player in the nba this season we talked about like voter fatigue and this is not Giannis's fault but like as incredible as that line is, like, it's like, wow, that's a crazy, crazy stat line. There is nothing Giannis can do to shock me. So that's the best stat line we've seen in how long? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Since, right. he, since he won the championship in game six? You know what I mean? That's what he's fighting. You're right. You know that's what, what he's fighting against. And, he's fighting John, against our expectations. Our expectations. And so, like, that's my only thing. With, maybe this doesn't happen because as great as that stat line is, it's fucking Giannis. Giannis can do whatever he wants to, to me in my eyes, you know what I mean? So 
Um, yeah, but yeah, Jaw's been looking. <laughs> so Jaw's sort of the top well. of your Jaw's the one that, that he's at the top of your list right now. Just just sto- early storylines. Very impressive storylines. Like, okay, like, you know, because I was thinking, you know, Jaw had a great year, right? And I didn't know if he would replicate that. I know if he would come take a step forward. I thought he, if he stayed equal or like close to it, he'd be fine. You know what I mean? But like I think he may have taken another make it take another step, maybe even another big one based on what we've seen, you know, early in the season. So that's shocking to me, you know what I mean? But uh, but yeah, man. So I, I, I guess I would give it to Ja. I, at, at, so far, as like the most, you know, like damn, like Ja is really he has a he has a. That's not anywhere close to his peak, you know what I mean? Yeah. Last year, so I'm not surprised by this, but I have to say I have uh, greatly enjoyed the Clippers games that I have seen, and uh, Paul George, I think, is I, I'm so excited to see what he does this year. I hope I like Paul George, and I hope that this is a year where. It comes together at this level for the whole season. There's no injury. I hope he has a good playoffs. You know what I mean? But he he had a he had a couple of shots in that last game that were fucking nuts. Were bananas. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like Paul George is gonna be one of those players that we're gonna to have to explain to our kids how good he really was. You know what I mean? I, I I feel like he's got that glow about him where it's like, you know, he might not, you know, forge his name in the history books or whatever, but those of us who were there to win some new, he was a bad motherfucker. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm, I'm very much invested in the Clippers. Of course, you know, as I mentioned, John Wall rooting for that redemption story sure, hard yeah. as hell. Ty Lue's one of my favorite dudes in the league, top three coach in the, in, in the league. So, yeah, man, interested to see what the Clippers pull off this year. I'm interested in Kawhi, too, because he's 31, didn't play at all last year, you know, kind of heavy right now. Not heavy overweight, but heavy like, looks like a fucking bodybuilder. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Legs aren't quite under him. Looks a little stiff at the moment, even for Kawhi, who's more robotic than most people. Um, so I'm interested in seeing how that happens. But I, I mean, bro, I'm I'm here for Clippers games. Like, I'm yeah, going to watch a lot of... They are a fun fucking team. They're hella fucking deep. I'm not going to sign up for the depravity, which is the fucking Lakers. You know what I mean? Life is... I got a child. <laughs> she already whooped my ass. <laughs> I don't need to turn on the television. Get my ass whooped too. You know what I mean? So, dog, yeah, I mean, it's fun. And, like, we with Paul George, Paul George, like, we, we joke a lot, you know, playoff P, you know, all that shit, way off P and all that shit, right? Pandemic P. They got a lot of for that nigga. God damn, niggas was eating his ass up. But, we're, <laughs> but the motherfucker, you know, he, yeah. he snapped, he, he, on his ass. he snapped his leg in half and came back and still is one of the best players in the NBA. At I'm moments, and in, in years since, he's been top three, top five at one point. You know what I mean? He's fucking like that, regardless of how much shit we talk. The dude is a dog on both ends of the court. You know what I mean? And he's fun as fuck to watch when you get past all the bullshit we create on Twitter. You know what I mean? So (laughs) we're here for the jokes, for sure. But the real life is a man can play the game. You know what I mean? Tyler, you got any other people or players or teams that kind of popped out to you early? Luca, man. Did y'all see that play? Y'all think it was a pass or a miss? I think it was a pass. I think Luca. I thought it was a pass. I for sure that that shit was I didn't see the play. Was this Friday or this is yesterday? Um, it was last night. He had okay, a play okay. where he okay. he went through two defenders, took one defender off the dribble, and another defender the cup went up and under, threw it off the glass, and I forget who the fuck it was who cut it off that shit and and, and slammed it in. I need to tell and Lucas said he ran up to the yeah, Lucas said he ran up to the to the sports table right after the play said that was a pass, not a miss. Make sure y'all mark that shit down. And, I believe, and they did it. They marked it down that. as yeah. a shot. They marked it down as a missed shot and an offensive rebound and a dunk. Yeah. And I and I believe his line to the media afterwards was. I'm not missing the rim. 
<laughs> there's a shot yeah. it's not gonna miss the rim <laughs> i believe that but i also believe he has the personality to run by the scores table even if he did try to shoot that shit and say it was a pass on some joke shit you know what i mean but nah i mean if it's luke i believe what he said fuck it i mean that yeah, dude can do anything sure. um undefeated teams in the nba celtics bucks clippers blazers pelicans blazers jazz and the wizards the Jazz are fucking up the money. This was not in the cards. <laughs> this is not what y'all supposed to be doing, bro. Y'all didn't trade Rudy and Donovan away to be 3-0. Y'all are going after Victor. What the fuck is going on? Joy, no. Joy Clarkson out here celebrating this shit like shit was sweet. Like, niggas in the, uh, uh, upstairs like, bro, calm that shit the fuck down. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> you playing the wrong game, baby. You know what I mean? You playing for now. We playing for the future. Fuck all that shit. You know what I mean? I ain't never seen uh, a nigga play well and get traded. He probably gonna play well and get the fuck... They gonna get him the fuck up out of there. Because <laughs> they're like, well, nah, nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can't well, we'll have see. Uh, Jackson just messaged me. I, I was already gonna make a note of this, Jackson, but he messaged me. The Jazz and the Pelicans are playing right now. They just went to overtime. So we'll see if the bat phone to the sideline works for the Jazz. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Bro. nope. Oh, Half-court shots only. <laughs> Bro, the Jazz had Pat Bev in there for like three weeks, and they probably hit Pat Bev probably doing all that. We're gonna compete shit, and they shipped his ass out for Taylor Horton. Done talking about. He's not in the cards for them. The Jazz players are fucking up big money right now. This was not the forecasted season prediction here for those people, bro. Is there any other analogy to this mindset or behavior in human existence? I mean, like, like we talked about this. I, I told y'all about this. Vinny was born in July. And so I, as a sports dad, I'm thinking, okay, I want him to turn 18 right before his senior year of high school, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe if he's a little dumber right now and we start him in school a year later, cool. He starts teaching himself how to read, and Shar's like, you're being a fucking idiot. We're putting him in kindergarten, and he's going to graduate when he's 17, right? <laughs> At, like, at no point am I really like, no, no, no. Maybe I'll, like, hit him in the head a couple times. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, 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 wherever in life developmentally are you like, hold up here, buddy. <laughs> we got to be a little shittier than that. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good question. I think this is completely unique to sports. I can't draw, like, any other parallel because that's how sports work. It's unpredictable. Like, right? Like, like, you might have a, a kid pop up on your radar when he's 14, like, yo, this kid might be a problem four years from now. And then four years old, like, yeah, like, yeah, this kid really is a problem. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But meanwhile, during that span, you've been building a competitor. You know what I mean? Right. So, so there's right. re there's really no way to take that shit. I think sports is unique in that it's the only place in the business world that we see this type of shit happen. I think it's just so funny that you're risking all of this just for a chance. Right. Just for a chance at Wimby. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, trade, like, dude, they traded, like, the, the Jazz, for instance. Traded away fucking Gobert, defensive player of the year, you know, what, three or four times in his career? You know what I mean? Traded away the franchise. Emotional. The, the emotional leader. Right, you know, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? The franchise player. You know what I mean? To the cast. You know, just to have a chance at Wimby. And these niggas have the nerve to win? <laughs> what Can are you, you imagine? How offended would you be if someone told you, hey... You've been great. You've been putting up with living in Utah. You've been giving everything for this franchise in this city. But the possibility of potential. <laughs> maybe we get this guy, and maybe he's as good as we think he is, is better to us than your actual tangible human body. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest, though. If they get that guy, he's as good as they think he is. <laughs> that guy is... I, it's, we, 
we got to talk about health. Honestly, like we said before, the only guy we've seen ever do that is Giannis. There's that size. But if that yeah. man can manage to stay on the court, they, whatever they get out of him will be stellar. All right? So, but I'm yeah, for the, the possibility I'm still root- of getting I'm still, that. I'm still ro- yeah, I'm still rooting for the Thunder in that sweepstakes. I think it you would be hilarious if the Jazz have a whole major league season uh, of, you know, yelling at their players to fucking... <laughs> Your form looks too good. Fuck your move your thumb back. <laughs> I don't want to go to the Thunder either, though. I don't want to go to the Thunder. I just don't want to know the Thunder. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just, it's not a team I'm a root for. You know what I mean? I'm, a, I'll, I'll watch him with the Spurs. As Did much you as, not root for KD and Russ? I mean, I like KD. I like watch. I watch. I like watching him play. I wouldn't call myself a fan. KD at that time was my second favorite player in the league. He, That's my you know of of the teams. Of the last like fifteen years that weren't the Lakers, that's been by far the team I've rooted for the hardest. I didn't I root say, for them because like, team. dude, they were really good, and at time like they took, they went to the finals and were going against the Heat. You know, they were going against Bron getting his first chip. You know what I'm saying? So I rooted, I rooted, I rooted for them in that finals, and I'm a I've always been really? a Bron guy, always rooted for Bron. That's the only time I didn't root for Bron in the finals. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. But I just knew one of these. I you like you knew Bron was going to be back, and right, you knew right. that. I don't usually I, like. I've never in my life heard Oklahoma City's playing for a championship ever about anything. <laughs> I just needed it because Bron had that stinker the year before. Yeah, and my soul just couldn't take him taking this L. You know Very what I mean? Fair. He done did that yeah. one, maybe six, maybe seven, maybe eight ass shit. You know what I mean? Told broke niggas you don't be broke. You know what I mean? After taking the L, I mean, and then got mowed down by Dirk Nowitzki at the free throw line. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) shit wasn't looking sweet, and I'm like, bro, we need this. The the program needs this win. You know what I mean? (laughs) The agenda needs it. Oh, I'm gonna have to log off, baby. <laughs> shit, I've been talking too much shit, dog. So now I needed that one. But I feel uh, you on that. That that if it wasn't if they weren't playing Braun, I would have been rooting for that team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. the 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 next NBA topic I had touches on a lot of what we were just talking about with the Jazz. And Tyler, you had the perfect comment about this. But it's you know Adam Silver has got a, a legitimate problem on his hands with this tanking shit. And he's got to figure it out. And there's probably not really an answer to it. But him throwing out the concept of relegation, to me, tells you that that man is in control of a trillion-dollar sports league that has no fucking clue of what to do about this problem. Yes, yes. They're in a very unique situation because there is no other professional sport where one player can affect you know, the landscape of the league, like the NBA has, right right, right? right, right, So, I mean, this, this, is something, this is a discussion that we're going to get, you know, every five or six years when there's just a fucking five-star, no question stud on the board. You know what I mean? You know, we got this shit back when fucking, you know, Braun was, yeah. was, 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 was up. Like, like, I remember fucking, who was um, um, John Lucas? Like, he legit got fired <laughs> over how blatantly, like, he was taking at fucking, you know, the, 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 the behest of the fucking front office. But, but like I said, man, it's just some shit, like, it's unique to the NBA. There's no way that you can counter it because when teams see, like, you know, a fucking generational franchise changing, you know, player on the board and they see that they do, they have no chance in hell of competing for a ring, a lot of them are just going to throw the towel in. What's, and that's just unique to the sport of basketball, bro. What was shocking was that that's the answer you have. It's absolute fucking bullshit. And that's the response yes. you have to a serious issue is absolute bullshit. You don't have a clue of what to do. You know what I'm saying? There is yes. no way in hell you're going to do that. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. 
you're going to tell someone who owns a billion dollar NBA franchise, hey, you competed within the rules of our league in order to gain a competitive advantage to try and win a championship. We are going to put you in the what in the G League. This is not the English Premier League. We don't have a a triple A for the NBA. You're going to you're going to put the Jazz or the Spurs in the G League because they were tanking. Are you out of your fucking mind? You're going to take a billion dollar team and reduce its value to $200 million by taking away all their TV deals, all the stadium naming rights. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? And he talked yeah. about he talked about how billionaires live differently and the rules. He spoke in a, a, a truth that shouldn't have been spoken about how they exist by different rules. You know what I mean? And you're going to tell that person who is operating within the rules? This he, They will have you killed, Adam right. Silver. Yeah, right. They will literally have right. you killed before right. they let you take right. your team, their team out of the NBA, right. bro. <laughs> you right. are not calling the owner of the Spurs and saying, hey, buddy, we voted on it, and you own a G League team now. You will be dead in your car, bro. They will put 10 M's on your head, and it'll be light work. You know what I mean? They forgot they, forgot they spent that money in your ass. You know what I mean? Fuck you, man. Hell no. That's Chauncey Billups' amnesty money to them, dog. Like, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> you feel <that>. me? <laughs> they could give a homeless man $50,000 and tell him you're a vampire and hand that motherfucker a stake and a hammer, bro. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> bro, 10 M's to them? Hey, shit. Fuck me. They out of there. Ain't no way. Uh, I'm glad we're all on the same page about that. I do, but John, you hit it exactly on the head. It is a real problem. Yes. And like, and I'm experiencing this. I'm a, I'm a Lakers fan. I punted on the season two games into the season. I got too much shit going on, man. There's uh, there's too much good TV on. There's too many good other teams playing basketball. My team is trying to win, and they just fucking suck, and I punted on the season. I cannot imagine being a Spurs fan, and the head coach, who, who you love, obviously, is joking to the media, you know, like, you should... <laughs> Don't do it. Don't don't bet on us. <laughs> like, like I think, we, we trash. I think the, I think the issue there with the Lakers and with the Spurs is the Spurs are probably like how the Warriors were when they were selling shit out prior to Steph and them. We're like, right. you know, hey, we're going to Spurs games, you know, on some chill shit. It's just something to do. San you know Antonio. what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Lakers, there's expectations actually. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers is coming jump. AD, I can I'm itching to start this season. For what, nigga? <laughs> the fuck? You know what I mean? So I think there's a difference with that. But yes, I def your point is your point, and it makes a ton of sense. Like that's ridiculous. Like you know, if you're like, like I, I mean, and on, on honest question, I'd be I would actually be happy to hear from people if you if you want to tweet at the Jenkins Jones account or at me. Like, if you're a fan of one of these teams that's clearly tanking, you're a Thunder fan. Like, like, are you watching games this year? And if so, why are you watching the games? Let's do a if mailbag. The, if, Fuck it. If the only, yeah, like seriously, yeah, shoot us an email. What is it? Jenkins and Jones at gmail.com? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> if the ownership of your team is telling you we aren't trying this year, we are actively trying to lose, what would your motivation be to watch that team's games? And if you're Adam Silver, that is a real problem because the fact of the matter is the value of these teams is primarily tied to the name brand, which is obviously being tarnished when you're fucking tanking and becoming a running joke, and your your broadcast rights, which I don't understand with all the shit out there why anyone... You're right, John. People used to joke about Southern California. 
if the Dodgers aren't good, it's still 74 degrees outside. Well, it's 74 degrees on everyone's TV. There's 7,000 <laughs> right. fucking TV shows That's that come fact. out every year, bro. That's a fact. <laughs> so, you, you know, know I, I, I really do think it's a real problem. And like I said, the desperation in just throwing the word relegation out there, which was like a absolute bullshit. And everybody bullshit. that heard it knew it was bullshit. You guys kind of, well, John already answered this question, but he, but my last NBA topic is, did you think, we knew the Lakers were going to be bad. Did you think the Lakers were going to be this bad? Yeah, I did. I mean, Tyler, did you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's like we discussed on the season preview um, episode. It's like, I don't think you can say we're overreacting or or whatever, because this is, largely the same roster. Like like we discussed, Lonnie Walker, Pat Bev, Kendrick Brown, they're not fucking franchise-changing talents. You know what I mean? This is largely the same roster since last season, so the same concerns from last season and still kind of roll over to this season. And, I mean, the biggest concern is, is their lack of shooting. I think they're, like, fucking, what, like 22 of, like, 104 so they're, far this season. They're literally like, the worst three point three three games are the worst three-point shooting team uh, that the NBA has had. Are you shocked last, by in, that? In the last 15 Because years. No, where no. the fuck are the shooters? Exactly. That was the question we had the whole time, you know, examining this roster. You can't say it's, you know, got to shake off the cobwebs from the start of the season. I'm, 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 su- no better, bro. I'm surprised that it's been, I'm su- like, yes, I'm surprised that it's 20%. I'm not surprised that they're, I'm not surprised that it's bad. I'm surprised that it's historically bad but because you know that. Look, who's like, the shooters though? Who I know, but Matt bro, Ryan? But, open, bro, but but like, but we've all been around NBA players. You see an NBA player who's butt naked in the gym, just no one on him is going to make 15 three pointers in a row, right? Yeah. You're playing with Braun and AD. These are open. These are butt naked looks, be, just being absolutely clanged. I think Pat Bev is their best shooter, shooter percentage wise. My nigga, like not not this season, just like coming into the season as far as a three point shooter. The f- yeah. Do we really want Pat Bev catch and shoot? That's what we want. Pat Honestly, Bev. sniper, sniper. You know Pat what I mean? Corver. Yeah, yeah. Pat Corver. Pat, Pat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, me. You know what I mean? I'm cool on that. And we needed Lonnie Walker to drop damn near a thirty ball for us to have a chance at beating a Clippers team that wasn't playing all that well. Kawhi didn't have a. He had a decent game. You know, like, like dog. I'm, I'm just not here for that. I'm not. Um, I'm good on it. We're we're not uh, we're not part of the Russell Westbrook pylon, but I did want to read you this stat that Kirk Goldsberry uh, tweeted out today. Uh, Russ is three of seventeen on jump shots this season, and also I don't know if you saw the end of the Lakers Blazers game, but he uh, he went for a two for one with the lead with him shooting the ball, which is just like just questionable all the way one. around. Kirk said he is the only player to attempt a jump shot with under 30 seconds to go and 15 plus seconds left on the shot clock while their team was up by a possession in the last four seasons of NBA basketball. That's tough. Man. That's t- and I didn't think, it, just, I did not think it was going to be that bad. Oh, <laughs> Listen, bro, did you hear the shit huh? Chauncey Billups said in the post game about how um, he, he was scheming for us? No. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. They asked him why, you know, Nurkic was was on him so much. And he was like, well, we wanted to play off Russ as much as we could. Like, he basically said we wanted to trick Russ into thinking he had a mismatch, so he let that motherfucking fly because Russ shooting is great for us. Russ having the ball is the best thing for us. That's what he said. You know what I mean? Did you see see, there's a video with with, what AD was about to shoot to and Nurk was guarding him? Turned his back on, like, I think, like, he, like, grabbed his nose, like, all back. Bro, nigga. Bro, 
You think I'm turning my television on? You think I'm going to sit my daughter down? Not look in her beautiful eyes to fucking watch this fucking dastardly, this fucking shitty, musty-ass version of Hoops? The fuck you mean, bro? I No, I'm not. They got to, bro, they got to win seven straight before I watch another Lakers game, bro. John, when the Lakers are like 0-8, <clears throat> I think they're going to start like 0-7. The first seven games are absolutely brutal. I mean, especially when, when, losing the Blazers. Like, come on. They should, when you know. the stock is at the worst it can be, we need to get nosebleed tickets. You bring Somi. I'll bring Vinny and Maya. And then we can say that they, they saw Braun. They, 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 yeah, <laughs> they saw Braun. We'll walk around the concourse. We'll, I'll, I'll, I'll buy Somi a baby jersey. <laughs> you, you know what I need to do, bro? We need to do it when they play in the Clippers. Because it'll be cheaper. And I'll actually get to see some good basketball. <laughs> so this is good basketball, and this is Bron. Okay, we're gonna say that everybody else, all you know, will act like that didn't even exist. You feel me? But dog, I, I, I'm telling you, dog, it's gonna be ugly. And it, it, I, I was, I said, if AD is good, I don't, I, don't, yeah. I, I, I haven't, I haven't seen him. I didn't see him against the Blazers, but he was old. He was good the first game, second game, ah, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Game three, I don't know how he played today. I saw the joint off the backboard, whatever. They still, you know, I, I think they still are a playing team with a good AD, like a good healthy AD all, all year. Like, yeah, it's just not, it ain't it, bro. It never was it. So um, just like Giannis can't surprise me how good he is, these Lakers can't <laughs> surprise me how, how much they fucking stink. <laughs> Boom, nigga, that's how I truly feel. Fuck uh, me. That's perfect. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> this is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And the NFL week right on Monday night with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And one of my favorite things about FanDuel is picking my favorite props and building a same-game parlay. Perfect for tonight's game between the Patriots and the Bears. I would believe in Belichick in this game. I think he's going to figure out how to stop Justin Fields. So I would take uh, the unders for the Bears. I would take the Patriots to win and cover. Uh, and there's so many more exclusive bets like both teams to complete their first pass attempt. With FanDuel's new live same-game parlays, you can continue building SGPs even after the game has started. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet, so lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? Get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 with promo code J&J. That's promo code J&J. That's J-A-N-D-J. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer must be 21 and over in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Uh, I got one football topic, and it's not really even a football topic, but uh, ESPN uh, College Game Day just announced they are going to Jackson State on Saturday next weekend for their big show. That's fucking cool as I fuck. I don't, I'm sure they've never been to an HBCU game, but um, that's got to be a, a, a fun historic moment. I might actually wake up and fucking turn that shit on. I might tap in too, G. I might tap uh, yeah. in too. That HBCU campus experience, it is, it's a different world, it's man. It's literally a fucking different world, a bro. Different the world. energy is so different. I told you, I stayed at AM. I stayed kicking at AM. Why the fuck am I be over here when this is over here? You feel me? I even went to hang at Oakwood, which is, uh, it's not HBCU, but it's a predominantly black, you know what I'm saying, school in, in Huntsville. It's like the, the, I think it's the biggest seven day Adventist school on the planet or whatever, but. I didn't know you. I have Oakwood stories for you from our Bro, family. Bro, Oakwood had them, okay? All of them. 
They also oh, had the. From they also everywhere. had the. They also had the kind of administration that is why your mom got out of HBCU. They did. They did. They did. But I wasn't worried <laughs> about got, that bubbles. You feel me? <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to sneak out of them dorms late at night without getting caught. You feel me? <laughs> she was sweet over there, dog. I just know our cousins, Char's little cousins, uh, all went to Oakwood because their family's uh, uh, Seventh Day Adventists. And I think in the five years they were there, I think they changed presidents like three times. Bro, it's wild. All of them bro. on some financial <laughs> fucking shit. We're like, God. Damn. This shit was so. Sh- I'm, I remember like this is such a weird. It was such a weird school where like people would make the basketball team and would quit so they could play intramurals because the intramural games would be more popping than the actual basketball games. God damn. Bro, and I, and they had, like, midnight run. I'd pull up there at midnight and be hooping, G. Like, 12 to 2, midnight runs, the whole city be out there, dog. Like, it was a very interesting place. But, yeah, I, I, remember, yeah, I remember, like, going to the intramural games was more popping than most people's games, period. Like, A&M, whatever. But, dog, the HBCU energy is just totally different, bro. Whenever you get a bunch of niggas in, them, <laughs> in one location, bro, <laughs> fun shall be had, my nigga. You feel <laughs> We enjoyed ourselves. Um, all right. That's our, that's it for the sports topic. I'm interested the, in the signs and stuff, though, too. And I'm interested in how those sports the signs are going to be crazy. The signs will be crazy. And I'm interested in how those sports casters move out they there, They better dog. ask someone at that table who can read those signs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Look at it's gonna be a fucking Lee Corso is gonna be up there like me when we did the Solomon Missouri Twitter thread. Like, let me make sure I don't have a um you think you is like line for myself to read out here. You feel me? You know, you know, Gordy. You know. White Mike like a motherfucker. It's gonna be a, it's gonna, it's a, that's half the reason I want to watch it. You right, know what I mean? Right, it's like right. who looks like they're really uncomfortable on that table right now. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. All right. Uh, this topic, um, I'm excited to talk about this. Tyler has commented this uh, on this a couple of times. We all know, the three of us know, you got to hide your heart from Twitter. We spent a fair amount of time on Twitter. Y'all don't tweet pictures of the fam and stuff, which I understand. I do put my kids up there and, you know, dare people, I guess, to be stupid, which, knock on wood, I'm not happy yet. That's because you didn't make the wild mistake of saying of cracking a joke about someone's favorite basketball player or favorite basketball team eight years ago. And now motherfucker I did, but I had like 2,000 followers at that yeah. time and they all knew my kids. So <laughs> John, John didn't have no Twitter enemies until he started doing this shit for a living. Bro, but I, like, I was I out here talking about food and shit, chilling and niggas. As soon as yeah. I got a basketball Twitter, nigga, I'm I'm dead. I'm getting, Bro. I'm, da- I got a fight every week and a half. You know what I mean? <laughs> niggas threatening my yeah, life. I remember, I, I remember when you first got on with Yahoo, yeah. you know, doing a basketball commentary for a living. I was like, first of all, congrats. And then second of all, I was like, second of all, welcome to hell. You know, exactly. <laughs> you didn't have any enemies until you started. It's crazy. 2016 happened and all that shit. I talked my little shit, but for the most part, I was chilling. I had like 30k followers already, and it was no issue. As soon as I came representing some organization, talking about basketball, nigga, it got totally different. You feel me? So yeah, yeah. that's that's different. There's something but about also, that. You got the Chris behind too. you too, man. So like that, that's a ton of- Well, I'm good <laughs> in person. I'm fine in person. I'm not worried about anyone saying shit to me saying? in person. You but- got you got you got a 
bunch of real ones that ain't playing about them two kids. You feel me? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And good for you. You know what I mean? I thought a couple of times it'd be funny if someone talks reckless on Twitter to just add, there's a couple of people I would add that should yeah. just literally not say anything under it except for the person's Twitter With name. 300 Why don't you go click on that shit and revise your sentence? <laughs> right. We can edit these things now. Go back and rethink it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Bunch of wheelchair me. Uh, emojis. <laughs> move, move smooth, my brother. You're about to have it's not gonna be disabled right. Twitter pulling up you on you. <laughs> right. It ain't what you think it is, Bubbles. Be cool. Oh, oh, all right. Shit. Anyway, uh we've learned this lesson over and over again, and yet at Lil Oh, I didn't even know that was her aunt, her at name, Lil Plant Mommy. Woke up and tweeted. I blame Drake for that. But uh, <laughs> I blame Champagne Poppy for that. But. My husband and I wake up every morning and bring our coffee out to our garden and sit and talk for hours every morning. It never gets old and we never run out of things to talk about. Love him so much. And she called hell for that. Bro. <laughs> They, the miserable Twitter went crazy on for that. Bro, like, like I told y'all in the group chat, we knew that Twitter went too far when the prevailing opinion was y'all are going way too hard on this well-off white woman. <laughs> when a well-off white woman becomes a figure of sympathy, you know Twitter has crossed some unbelievable fucking lines, dog. But yeah, I mean, and, and my whole thing is, bro, like, like, she was just saying, yo, I really love this routine I have with, with someone who I really love. It wasn't like, more couples should do this. Like, okay, if she does some shit like that, yeah, like it's her ass about how, how a lot of couples don't have the free time that she has. Don't have, don't she have didn't say time. one thing she about say you. Nothing about There's no nothing one. in the second person in that tweet. Right. Right. It was just I and my and me. Right. Just, just me and this man that I love so much. And wow, we really connect and love each other every day. And Twitter, fucking miserable ass hellhole app that it is, just had a feel day with that shit. What's crazy is I saw it and I thought, oh, that's sweet. And then didn't look again until y'all sent the group, sent it to the group chat. Uh, your, your, your tweet, Tyler. And I'm like, and I went to your tweet and saw like all the, I'm like, nigga, what? Like you found <laughs> a way to take that. First of all, you took it personally. It had nothing to do with you. It was all about her. You know what I mean? And how much she loves her husband. You are, you took somebody else's happiness. You took that as a personal assault against you. You know what I mean? Wait, wait, wait for six years and see how you feel. God damn, nigga. You know what I mean? You, what the fuck has happiness done to you, nigga? Jesus Christ, man. This Twitter's just wild, G. Twitter's a wild place, man. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that's why we don't put, like, let me post a happy family picture. You know what I mean? I post all the time, and I will forever, even if people are miserable about some, like, hey, like, I've made it through some shit in my life, and you can too. Or like, hey, we can break generational curses or whatever. You know, I, f fuck, fuck Twitter. Fuck no. miserable Twitter, bro. They asked that woman, what time do you clock in? <laughs> Right. <laughs> what do you do for a living? How right. is this a possibility in your life? She just got more free time than you, motherfucker. Like, you don't need to fucking ask me her fucking W-2. And she like, actually what? explained. Like, this is what I do. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? She should. Well, hey, no. Mute the motherfucker. I, Be, and go back listen, to your happiness. Don't talk. It, 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 it might have been time to get classist on that one if it was me. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Of course you would have. <laughs> 
I clock in when I want to, broke bitch. (laughs) That ain't my fault. (laughs) Right? That's crazy. That's crazy. crazy. I would have, yeah, I would have, yeah, yes. That would have had to have occurred. Uh, There was a. There was a tweet from Vinny Thomas, uh, who I like a lot on Twitter. He said, I was not calling a motherfucker broke, though. <laughs> not unprovoked. Not Of course not. You ain't a bully. But you like, you yeah. like to remind a nigga. Well, I've also <laughs> never seen him. I've also never seen. You got to point scoreboard on the motherfucker Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Right, right, right. I feel this I've never seen Tyler call a motherfucker broke for being broke. He's calling him broke for being broke of spirit. He called <laughs> he called you a broke bitch because you was acting like a bitch, not because you was broke. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you call somebody a broke bitch because they're broke, that's the asshole thing. If you call them that because they're being a bitch, they earned it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there we go. Uh, Vinny Thomas tweeted, uh, I will never tire of this website. Someone will say, I love spending time with my husband. And the replies are all like, wow, that's great for you, but I am allergic to bees. (laughs) 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 Y'all know this website is nowhere near like real life. You know what I mean? I think at one point I used to like think it was like maybe the world I live in is whatever, and then, you know what I'm saying, it was opening my eyes to things. I, I think it's the exact opposite of that now. You know what I mean? I think this world is very different from the real world that exists. You know what I mean? It, it's just, it's just, it's an, it's an odd, odd space, G. Yeah. Agreed. Speaking of odd spaces, um, the world discovered something that I have known for 10 years last week, which is that London no. is home to an unmanageable, enormous set of wild, predatory foxes. <laughs> I had listen, bro. Like I feel like in, in like cartoons and movies, or whatever. Like foxes are always like British and shit and uppity. And now, like, finally, fucking understand. I had no idea there was a fox crisis in fucking London. <laughs> like that is madness, bro. Apex predator canine <laughs> crisis in your fucking city, dog. That's wild as hell. The image you retweeted of like three foxes just posted up and one One just posted laying in the middle of the street. That's their city, dog. That was home. That nigga was home. They're like the rats in New York. She had propped up, you know what I'm saying? Hind parts in the air. (laughs) I'm at the crib. He's about to get some fox head in the middle of the street. He's about to get domed because he's at the crib, nigga. This where he, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? You said fox head. Has anybody fox ever head. said that in, in life? That He's about to get some toothy fox, fox head, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Uh, I sent y'all the picture of the foxes that were at the bus stop that we we were at for the place we were staying when we were, uh, when we were in London in 2012. And uh, I mentioned to JJ, uh, my writing partner at the 562, that uh, we'd been talking about it. And he was cracking up. And he was like, do you remember what the ladies who were staying with us said? And I said, no. They were from the north of England where the foxes actually are worse than London because they would come up and, like, try and take your your kids or your fucking pets and shit. Oh, yeah. They're, like, they're very aggressive. They're on dango time. You got to have that thing on you then, right? But you can't even have a thing on you in in, in England. You got a a fox stick. You give them that boom boom. You give them a boom boom. (laughs) 
You give him that boom boom stick. Where's my box stick? <laughs> but hey, these two ladies that were staying at the same house as us, they were, you know, they were in- British ladies from the north of England. So they were kind of like probably like the equivalent of like Minnesotans in America. Okay, okay. Very sweet old ladies. Just so excited. They were they were in London because they were volunteering at the Olympics. They okay. they spent money. They're both retired teachers. They spent money to go down. They're like, I just want to be part of the Olympic experience. Okay. So they're terrified of foxes because of their experiences in this smaller town where they live in North London. So we would literally like walk with them to the bus stop and back just so that they had like a guard, right? And one of the ladies, and I do not remember their names because it was 10 years ago and I've had a life since then. She said <laughs> about the foxes, and I quote, Oh, they're horrible. Oh, they're horrible. The tails, it's like rigor mortis, the stiff tails. Oh, the horrible little things. And we were, JJ and I, for fucking five years after that, we would just look at, if we were covering a game and something dumb happened, I'd just look at him and go, horrible. (laughs) (laughs) But they were the foxes. It was like the fucking, it was like a folktale come to life. You know what I mean? Like, they really are in London. It's like, and people were telling Tyler on Twitter, it's like coyotes in Southern California. It's nothing like coyotes in Southern California. Coyotes don't run up on your picnic in the middle of the fucking day, bro. Coyotes at least would have to be sneaky. Like foxes, like you said, middle of the day, running up on you, snatching your kid, and then pew, you know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy. Um, Okay, last topic for the day. Uh, This is probably not super interesting to listeners, sorry, but Tyler and I were kind of tripping out on this. Um, I don't know if everyone is aware that the internet that we're all using is connected globally via a series of cables that are literally laid across the oceans on planet Earth. And I feel like that's yeah, something no everyone should be aware of that. <laughs> but uh, how did um, the, the, I, read, I read that all this shit was wireless. I thought we were like throwing signals to satellites and space and shit. I did not know it was goddamn big ass fucking big rig, fucking, you know, oil tank liners or whatever the fuck out in the middle of the ocean laying down fucking fiber optic cables. That saw, shit was news to me, bro. I saw the imagery that you showed of like where they flow. But is, is there like footage of them actually, the actual process? Because the ocean is so deep. You know what I mean? Like, this is a video. How, this is a photo of how thick they are. Like, they look like oil. It's like the thickness of like an oil drum. Uh huh. Um, and yes, I mean, so they 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 lay it. It doesn't go through like the Marianas Trench or something. You know what I mean? So they okay, don't go okay, through okay, the okay, deepest okay, parts. So not, okay, they okay. sort of like route it around. But that's why if you look at it, the Earth it looks like a like it's yarned up or something because it's just like it goes down the coast of like North America and then across to hawaii but like not through like the deepest parts of the ocean but they did say where in the parts where it's laid where it's like the deepest they literally don't even like ton they don't like bury it in the ground at all they just drop it i don't imagine there's there's very few things like when as the the water gets deeper there's very few things that can go that deep in the water right so like i'd I'd assume that's the point where they just would drop it they can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's what it is. Certain places, they literally yeah. just drop it off the back of the fu- they just drop it off the back of the uh, yeah, boat. Yeah, so so I mean, and what's gonna fuck with it? You know what I mean? Like, and w- but also, what if it fucks up? That seems kind of janky. You know what I mean? Like, that's it's not the- just kind of janky. <laughs> it's janky as fuck. Like you just throw like yeah. like you're just running cables across Ooh. the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this shit is something when I, when I find out we got what three fucking 
power grids on the whole fucking North American continent. Like, yes, yeah, it's it's, it's like that. Like, as as far as technologically advanced as you might think we are, we are still fucking in fucking 1954 with a lot of shit, bro. Here's a headline from uh from from uh, the the uh, Telegraph in uh, London. Almost 60 submarine cables link Britain to the rest of the world, and it is becoming increasingly clear how vulnerable to sabotage they are. And this is because I've been reading about this shit. That was one of the things that apparently Russia was thinking about doing. They were thinking about cutting Europe off from the rest of the world by just blowing up the cables that they're plugged into the fucking internet with, bro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah, if you want to fucking, you know, isolate some uh, whole fucking continent away from, you know, information and shit, yeah, just go to the middle of Pacific and blow some shit up. It's crazy. Yeah, it's I don't know. Fun. I didn't need anything else to be worried about, but the fact that, like, you yeah, could unplug some me. shit and take the internet <laughs> yes. down is pretty fucking <laughs> wild, bro. <laughs> the more we learn about it, how much is going on, the more we realize we are just really hanging on by a motherfucking string out here, dog. Like, <laughs> we really could just wake up one morning and, hey, fucking North Korea decided to fucking destroy the internet for our whole continent. <laughs> we'll check back with you tomorrow. Honestly? Like, you know what I'm saying? We have no fucking idea. I'm not against it. It would be a tough hit for the podcast. Right. <laughs> Is that in our contract? <laughs> we get paid even if the internet cease, ceases to exist. Fuck you, me. <laughs> I don't know. I got a lot of shit on the internet, man. <laughs> I don't know. All, all my money is is on the internet. I've been watching. I, I can't a, see the shit. I've been watching a, watching a lot of weird shit lately, bro. I'm watching like people on 100 mile hikes and like living off the grid and shit bro i, I i'm a, i'm gonna grow a scratchy ass are you ass becoming with... a free thinker bro i might but <laughs> y'all going to keep me y'all going to keep hey pray for me you know what i mean <laughs> i think y'all it sounds like you're on page attached. 8 you're hey, on page 8 of the youtube page... search you get to page 37 you're a racist anti-Semite. I'm, like, I'm on page 3 at least i'll say that <laughs> And I told you, ain't shit good after page two. So pray for your boy, man. But you say the internet's down, and for some reason, I ain't feeling like it. Might not be too bad of an idea. I don't know. Foreboding. Very foreboding. All right. Well, uh, my wife and I are about to go watch. uh, We're about to go stream on our fucking uh, 4K HBO Max stream, the House of Dragons finale. (laughs) So hopefully everyone waits till Monday morning, uh, you know, to take down the Internet. Without the Internet, that's just a big ass mirror, baby. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, y'all. Uh, we will be back on Thursday to talk. Uh, hopefully, we can get the Gridiron Gals back. We're working on that scheduling, uh, and we'll yeah, be doing yeah. our recap of the season finale of House and Dragons. I can't wait to go watch that shit right now. Oh, my now. God, bro. Oh, I just got a little horny. Oh, my God. All right, man. Uh-oh. 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 All right, y'all. We'll catch y'all later. The boner the never lies. The boner never lies. Bye. 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 <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.